0: We're live!
1: Yay! Woo! Podcast.
2: Happy yep. Metroid Dread night, Eve.
1: <laughs> I'll get to enjoy it a week from now. Hooray! Happy Dread. Oh, that Eve. sucks. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna be really fucking busy with editing. Like, I'm gonna get like small breaks. Basically, that's it. So, I probably don't get to sit down and give it an actual proper playthrough until like Tuesday.
2: I'll probably play like a little bit of it over the weekend, but I have like some plane trips coming up next week. So I'm going to get some good sit down time with that. Yeah. Hell yeah. But uh, what's new with you guys? How's your last week been? Uh, busy.
1: Yeah, to be honest. Working? Yeah, just I feel like I'm jumping from work thing to work thing to work thing at this point
2: that's not bad a, bringing in that cash
1: yeah I guess yeah but the the weather's dropping now so it's actually starting to get cold I think we had f- below freezing last night
0: we did oh, I geez. had frost on my windshield yeah
2: <laughs> yeah my so uh, I'm, I'm gonna be in changing. BC and my mom keeps saying like bring a rain jacket it's supposed to be raining and raining and I'm like I can't even remember the last time I felt rain You're since good. I live in uh, like a desert or a fire basically at all times <laughs>
0: Sure. <laughs> uh,
2: but yeah, so I'm going to be in BC. That's fun. Going to go see the new Bond when I'm up there because we marathoned all Daniel Craig Bond movies over the last couple of weeks to get ready. Nice. Uh, Skyfall is still the best one, in my opinion. I'm sure it is. Yeah. Skyfall was pretty good. I like Skyfall quite a bit. Uh, I like I ended up liking Spectre more than I remembered. Never seen it. Which one? Spectre, the most recent one. After oh yeah, Spectre was all right. It,
1: well, I don't think I liked it as much as Skyfall, but it was fun.
2: Yeah, where do you sit on the first two?
1: The first two, Daniel Craig's. Yeah, Casino's the best one out of those two.
2: Okay, how would you rank the four?
1: Quantum's the worst. Yeah, I'd say yeah. I'd say worst to best probably Quantum, Spectre. I'm t- I almost feel like Casino and Skyfall are tied, but I would probably give it slightly more to Skyfall. Okay. That's Maybe like maybe like a notch more.
2: I think I just ended up enjoying Spectre more than Casino myself. They get more like Casino
1: as someone who followed James Bond movies for a long time, like Casino felt so fresh at release. So, I think True. that's why it ranks so high for me still.
2: Sure. Yeah. But that yeah, and so my Craig did, be...
1: Daniel Craig didn't hate the role yet, so he still seemed like he had some happiness in him.
2: Sure. Sure. Yeah. I'm very curious to see what's going to happen with the next one. It was funny watching Spectre because when, when Spectre came out, it was being touted as the last one for yeah. Craig. And in the movie, like everything accumulates to this, like the the villains, like, look, I've been the puppet master of these last three films. So, they really did try to make it like a finale. So, now I'm curious. They're doing, they're going to do that like again further, which just seems like it's going to be a little odd, but who knows? It's getting great reviews.
1: Yeah. I mean, Skyfall seemed like the last one. And then this seemed like the last one. And then the previous one seemed like the last one. And Craig said he hated, wanted to stop the role since like Skyfall. So,
2: yeah, I think that's true. True. Yeah. Skyfall is so cool with that like Home Alone. The booby trap fight in the <laughs> yeah. mansion at the end yeah, it's it basically so cool.
1: home alone isn't it? i didn't even think of that yeah, yeah
2: it's like a deadly home alone um that sniper fight in uh in asia that's a cool one as i just like that's a great movie oh, the komodo dragons oh so good <laughs> so good anyway um yeah so i'm gonna go see that when i'm in canada uh and then i'll report back yeah, yep.
1: That one's only in theaters, right? It's not going to any streaming service.
2: Correct.
1: Because I've seen the past couple Bond movies in theaters on release day or pretty close to, and this is gonna be the first one I miss out on in a while. It's just because are you like I a big don't. Bond fan? Yeah, I got oh, them all.
2: Okay. Wow, I've actually only seen the Craig ones.
1: Uh. Phew. See the Craig ones are so different. It's so hard to recommend any other ones because obviously the Connery and Moore ones are more cheesy. Yeah. Um. You, maybe you'll like the Timothy Dalton ones because there's more serious, but it's also a bit more overacting.
2: Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I've never seen them. Yeah, I don't know.
1: It. It's. I feel like maybe give like the best one of each other Bond a try and see if it sticks for you. I liked Brosnan a lot because Brosnan was when I got into the series. Yeah. But uh I can definitely see he's not everyone's cup
0: of tea. Already land on the Bond. I don't like Bond films generally unless they're like better than mediocre. So every gener- every Bond has like a movie that I like uh associated with him at least. Uh I would say I haven't revisited Casino Royale uh with Daniel Craig because I'm afraid I might like see things that I don't like about it i remember liking it so i want to keep it that way i have seen skyfall off a few times and i that's easily one of my favorites just in general cool
2: cool cool cool. yeah um but so jonathan you were saying you've gone to the theater each time are you gonna do that for this one or no, no i still mm-hmm. don't feel comfortable going to the theaters yet sure i don't blame you being in calgary i do not blame you one bit
1: yeah i haven't heard the numbers for the past week i'm almost afraid to
2: so, <laughs> um, at this point, I'm just kind of hoping I'm gonna get my booster shot before I come up to Calgary for Christmas. That would that would help help a lot, but
1: oh, it's, anyway, it's slightly down.
2: Let's uh let's talk about some video games. How about that? Uh, and Paul, why don't we start with you? What have you been playing on the top down perspective? Yeah, oh, I was shit. waiting
1: for the. Yeah.
2: Oh, you're totally right. This is the Tottenham Perspective. It's also October 7th, and also I'm Sean Booker.
1: I'm Paul Fleck. <laughs> I'm John Wheeler. Oh, I feel better now. Okay. There we go. Now, now it feels proper.
2: Now what have you been playing, please? Now it feels
0: proper. Uh, I've been continuing with New World. I've been basically waiting for Metroid Dread to come out. Uh, I started looking into Alan Wake Remastered. And then I saw some comparisons. I'm like, this is literally the PC version of Alan Wake with a different uh, with better facial animation. So I'm going to save the $30.
2: <laughs> I picked it up because I love Alan Wake and I would love sure. to see that HDR on the nice screen. But I was like, I have to wait until I'm back because otherwise I'm going to play like 40 minutes of this game and then have to put it down.
0: Sure. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's not a long game, but you're right. You need more than 40 minutes. That is true. Um, I'm excited to revisit that at some point and then American Nightmare as well. And that was kind of the impetus too of I already have both of these on Steam. Can I make them look better? Oh yeah, I just have to do this, and they have uh HBAO plus and all the bells and whistles, and it looks fine. Uh so I'm gonna revisit um, those at some point. There's
2: some new secrets in the remaster though.
0: Yeah, that's what YouTube will be
2: for. Yes, they are on YouTube and stuff, you can already go watch them um but some hints towards an ex the expanded universe which as a big remedy yeah. fan i'm i'm just yeah. seeing
0: that stuff up yeah i w- i would have been surprised if they didn't like throw easter eggs or somehow retcon some stuff into the bigger world that they created after that just makes sense to me so that's cool that they did that uh so yeah i've been just biding my time with new world i uh, mean a buddy still kind of Uh, leapfrogging he gets a little bit further then logs off for a while I come home after work and I do a little bit while listening to podcasts or whatever it's fine whoever created the quest in that game is stupid because they're terrible it's terrible quest design but the world is fun to play in so it kind of doesn't matter Uh, it just seems weird that I'm doing stuff that like wasn't even this bad in World of Warcraft in 2004 in 2021 but What can you do? Uh, Kind of the bigger surprise is uh, it's Halloween month. uh, So happy October to everybody. Happy Halloween. Um, Happy Halloween. And uh, very little nightmares is out on mobile devices. And I like that series. So I wanted to check that out. Kind of a prequel, I guess it is. uh, If you want to keep counted in the canon. Uh, What it actually is on the phone is a mini puzzle game essentially you go into a room and you have to do puzzles to m- move on to the next room there's about 18 in total uh there's a little secrets that are nods to the monsters or villains in the main game series which are jack in the boxes uh so that's kind of cute and they're somewhat hidden but not too hard to find if you're looking for them and more than anything it just has the aesthetics of of uh Little nightmares where it's a hand, this is hand drawn instead of like a claymation thing. So that's kind of cool. And it, it's just better for phone use and for like readability in general. Uh, the way you play is basically just tapping on the screen where you want Raincoat Kid to go. And then if they're near something they can interact with, you tap on the thing that they can interact with for them to do the thing. And it's a lot of basic puzzles of like pushing boxes so you can reach higher ledges or grabbing something so you can reach something that's too high for you to grab normally or grabbing onto something that will move you through a part that you couldn't move through before. And you have weird and scary things uh, either around while you're doing it, that you're trying to sneak around or you're running from because they're chasing you. Basically, if you've played a little nightmares game, this is a small version of it on your phone that you can play. It's about five bucks. I believe I've been playing it because I have a free trial for the Play Pass, which is Game Pass for Android games, essentially. Um, It's very, very cool. If you like that series and you have a mobile device, I think it's worth checking into. I think it's worth the $5. It ends on a kind of sour note. They ask you to do some... A pretty tight run section where you're running away from a monster in one of the last levels not the last one but I think like second or third or something and uh, that game is not made for you to be moving fast and dodging stuff at the same time because the pathing is kind of shitty it's meant for slow puzzles and thinking your way through stuff so that's kind of a bummer ends on a little bit of a sour note but there's some cool stuff in there and I definitely highly recommend it Um, I mean, next week is going to be the the big one for Metroid for me to talk about. So that's all I've been doing this week.
2: I think this is the first time I've heard of someone actually using the play pass. Is there any what's the merits to that service? Is there anything good on there
0: besides very little nightmares? Uh, I mean, any of the games that are games that you would buy normally are on there, basically. So if you want more than just like free to play gotcha games and like, the games and apps that developers have put time into and think that you should pay for, but you want to play them for a low price every month. That's probably the thing you would look into.
2: But I'm assuming it's just a selection that's in there. Not everything, right?
0: Yeah, no, it's not everything. Like I don't think square Enix games, for example, are in there because those are like $20 games and apps. And I'm sure they wouldn't allow that. Uh, If give me a second, I'll open it and I can tell you some stuff that's in there.
2: Yeah, I'm just curious like some of the highlights like is Monument Valley in there?
0: Sure. That's a good question. Play Pass. Uh I mean, I'm going to be real with you. I haven't heard of a lot of these. So <laughs> It's not a good. We zone. have The Enchanted Cave or 2 specifically, Hole Down the Bonfire. That's a good one. Uh Game Dev Tycoon. Okay. Uh, let's see what else we have. I'm just seeing what's spotlight. What's under the spotlight stuff? Oh, Meteor Fall. Uh okay. Those game that game's pretty good. Okay, golf is on here. Sure. Uh, like stuff that I've never heard of. Dungeon Warfare, Doom and Destiny. Titan Quest is on here. That's a decent ARPG game. Uh, Mini Metro's on here.
2: Nice. Okay. Cool.
0: There's a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of stuff. A lot of card games on here. Yeah, there's some stuff on there. I think it's like, what is it? Ten bucks a month or something like that, which is a little high. Maybe it's five bucks a month. Wait, that really, seems there's
2: no nice way, because I know Apple Arcade is five, a no way five bucks a month. I think it's five
0: bucks a month. I'm only basically, I only signed up for it because this game was on there, and I got a trial to try it out. Sure. So yep. That's it.
2: All right, John.
1: All right. I only played one game really this week. Uh, Originally, it was for work, but then I actually really liked it. So I kept playing it Uh, last week. Hot Wheels Unleashed came out. This is a new Hot Wheels game, uh, and I did a promo for it on Saturday. But it turns out it's basically just Trackmania, but Hot Wheels themed. So I got super into it. The, you can make custom tracks, and they're absolutely ridiculous. Uh, a bunch of ve- different Hot Wheels vehicles are in there, including a bunch of licensed properties like Knight Rider, uh, the Back to the Future DeLorean, the Turtles van, the uh, Batmobile, just a Snoopy driving on top of his uh, doghouse. And they're adding the like Red a bunch Baron? For in DLC. No, Red Baron's who he has to fight.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. It's
1: usually Snoopy versus the Red Baron.
2: That's right. You're right.
1: Man, there's just like a a bunch of just like like original Hot Wheels that they've had like over the years in the game. Uh, It's a bit floaty. So like they give you the actual weight of a Hot Wheels. So like any like proper bump will throw you out of the arena, which kind of sucks at times. But uh, some of the stuff you can do is actually really funny. Uh, You can basically like if you can fly off the track with a boost, you can find other parts of the track to land on. And if there's like not a checkpoint there, you can keep going. So That's you can basically make your own Mario shortcuts. Kart There's some crazy right there. stuff you can do. Like in mid air, it kind of controls like rocket league with boosting. So, uh, oh, you can just do like a bunch of like weird things. You can make tracks like where you have to flip your car upside down to land on the road and stuff like that. Uh, we've been playing it a bunch on stream. It's actually just been a blast.
2: Yeah. I've been hearing a bunch of people talking about this, which is just surprising because it's a Hot of game.
1: Yeah. But no, it has been genuinely fun. And like I said, uh, track mania, very similar to that downside is though there's a lot of weird things missing that i feel should be in there like there's no uh sorting feature for community tracks which is stupid Mm. so you can only access like you have to go through the list in order of release from like most recent to latest i don't know if there's a cap on that um it's only pseudo crossplay. ps4 and ps5 can play together xbox one and xbox x can play together uh and i don't know if there's a steam or switch version by or sorry i don't know if there's an epic version but i know that the steam version is there and the like also same for the switch ones. they all play by themselves
2: okay so, so within family of consoles
1: within family of consoles yeah i mean i would just which call is a that bummer.
2: no cross play
1: yeah it's really not yeah bummer. and uh, the the tracks you make in one version don't show up in the other which is also a bummer
0: oh That sucks. Yeah, Yeah. There's
1: like a bunch of like, oh, you're so close. A lot of so close is on this. Which makes me wonder if most of the budget went into the licensing versus the actual uh, production. But like, it it does feel like if they were given a bit more budget or if they're given time during DLC, this would be like an incredible recommendation.
2: Hmm. Yeah, I'm surprised if they'll like do anything with it because this is probably the most like people have talked about a Hot Wheels game like ever.
1: Uh, Yeah. Some of the GameCube era ones were usually pretty well regarded by kids, but like I've heard a lot of adults talking about this one. So
2: yeah. 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 Uh, A minute ago you said there's some Hot Wheels cars you would remember. Are you telling me there is there are iconic Hot Wheels cars for you? for me
1: personally no but like they literally take a bunch like i had a bunch of people who were excited that acceleracers were in the game and i'm like i have no idea what that is
2: i don't know what that is either. and they
1: were like yeah there was like a movie for it and like a four-part miniseries or something like people were just like people in my audience were just like yeah we love this stuff i'm just like i
2: have no idea what this is but cool acceleracers oh with an inner capped r there's a bunch of hot was a lot of 2005 stuff i don't know okay
1: yeah, I think that was just a part of Hot Wheels I just missed out on. But yeah, no, there were people genuinely excited in my uh, stream for it.
0: Cool. Well, good for them. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, yeah no, uh, other than that, that's all I've been playing. Because again, I'm also waiting for Dread. It's just I've been busy yeah. with
2: editing that I'm probably not going to get a chance to touch it for a couple of days. All four Hot Wheels Acceleracers movies came out in 2005. Weird. It m- they put out just like four a of series in one year.
0: Huh, interesting.
2: We got Ignition, The Speed of Silence, which is a which is a fantastic that's, name. It's a good name. It's a great name. Breaking yeah. point and the ultimate race. Oh, you
1: gotta have the ultimate race. That's pretty good.
2: Uh Paul, I'm not saying we have to do an episode of TvP on one of these, but maybe we oh should seriously God. consider doing an episode on one of these. <laughs>
0: We should put it in the bin for sure for an off week.
2: bookmark of this page. See how easy it is to, uh, <laughs> find, to find, find this, this. shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, that's all you played, right?
1: Yep. Other than okay. a lot of Super Metroid.
2: <laughs> yeah, just getting ready practicing. Yeah.
1: Well, that's what I've been editing too, so. Case in I, point uh, right now.
2: I finished Tales of Arise. Well, Ooh, I, hey, beat, nice. I beat Tales of Arise.
0: <clears throat> yeah,
1: I was going to say, no way you completed it. Those usually have like a long post game.
2: Uh, I don't know how long the post game in this one is. It doesn't seem terribly bad. So they do unlock basically one multi-stage quest after you beat it that I was like, OK, I'll go through this. However, each stage, the like level recommendation of like the guide I was looking at increases but your character levels by like five and it's like oh you just want me to grind a whole bunch now to be able to do this final like six part quest i don't know if i'm going to do that um i did like the first part where i was just a little under leveled and i managed to squeak by and then they're like all right make sure you're five levels higher than what you should have been and i'm like that's like seven levels man i don't i don't think it's gonna happen um I do still have it installed. It might be a thing I just put on in the background and actually do some grinding. I'm not sure how much I want to do that, but uh, at least I beat the uh, campaign. So I'm done with it for now, uh, which is nice to say. Cool. I wanted to talk about a board game kind of briefly uh, that I played both last weekend and the weekend before. I was going to talk about it last week when I totally forgot about it uh, because this board game is uh, pretty awesome. It's called The Initiative and it's a co-op board game where you and up to 4 friends are uh it, are, you are a set of four teenagers in the 90s who found a board game at a yard sale. Um, you,
1: this is just Yumanji you're describing so far. Oh, well, so you're not, you, don't this go, game.
2: you don't go you don't go into the board game. There's nothing involving that or whatever or stuff coming out of the board game, but the board game has like it's all about code breaking and solving riddles and mysteries and much like um if you're if you're familiar with like the legacy kinds of board games where there's um like a set of progression each time you play it this one has that as well there's 14 missions you can't replay any of them because you'll just know the answer um but like i've had the same group of people come over uh twice now and we've done five missions each night so we have uh, four missions left nice cool um But each time you go into it, the board, there's like, it's a double sided board and it kind of looks like like an office building or whatever, some kind of building. And you have to put down a bunch of clues and stuff and you're spending the game. Again, it's a a co-op board game. So you're finding the clues and then you're trying to figure out what the answer is to a different like code breaking task for each mission. And it'll have a different one. Sometimes it'll be like, you just say, like, what's the answer to the number sequence? And then what you're slowly revealing parts of the code and they need to figure out, OK, what's the pattern of numbers going? What's the one number they want us to find? Yada, yada, yada. And what's very cool, what's really cool about it is outside the game, there's a comic book that you're reading along with it. And depending on if you succeed in the mission or fail in the mission will change which parts of the comic book you read. So there's kind of like branching narrative going on. You can the game says you can finish it even if you're like losing a lot of the missions, but it might just alter some of the stuff later on. We've so far finished all of them except for one. We, we failed on one of them. But what's really cool, I'm, I'm going to talk really vaguely about this because it was it was such a cool little thing is parts of the game happen outside of the board game in terms of like the code breaking stuff. And it's just extremely cool. So if you're a fan of co-op board games, if you like, I don't know, spy code breaking kind of riddle stuff like that, I highly recommend checking out uh, the initiative. Um, It has definitely been like a highlight of board games for me. And it's it's almost something I wish I could, like, you know, bring up to my family and be like, hey, we're going to play some of this this Christmas. But I can't replay the missions. Uh, which is a bummer. So I can't really share in the excitement with new people. I have to just tell people, go play this and just trust me <laughs> and tell me how it is, how you liked it. Um, mm. uh, but anyways, back to some video games. Um, I've been playing Sable, which came out on Game Pass a couple weeks ago. And this game is basically uh, breath of the wild without combat, uh, which has been pretty fun for me. Um uh, so you know it even has like a stamina meter when you're climbing or running that pops up on the side you have a glide ability that you get pretty early on so it is very much like if breath of the wild was just focused on hey traverse this world and come across some weird structure and then do some kind of like platforming puzzles to get to the top of it and there's chests and whatnot um but uh I'm liking sable quite a bit. And one of the best parts about it is the art style. It looks like a very kind yeah. of like minimalist borderlands. Um, if they didn't have as much like contour lines and, and details going on, uh, it looks it's like extremely cell shaded with everything kind of outlined. And they do some really cool stuff with color as there, you know, there's obviously like a day night cycle and like the color palette will get like mute and, and, toned down and almost grayscale at night and in the mornings everything's kind of like a pastel-y light color midday everything's bright and vibrant the game just looks incredible
0: uh it's called a mobius art style is how a lot of people refer to it uh i couldn't remember the name for the life of me i had to look it up here but okay yeah it's super super cool yeah m-o-e-b-i-u-s if people want to check that art style out that's what it looks like
2: Um, but yeah, it's really cool. If you like Breath of the Wild, I think you'll really enjoy Sable. You get like a cool hover bike right away, which is pretty fun. Um, and it's just a a cool exploration game. You'll just come across people and they'll be like, hey, can you find me some like five larvae shells? And then you have to go find like the, uh, beetle nest and sneak your way in there and climb around and get some larvae. It's, it's really enjoyable. I'm liking it quite a bit. So I'm going to be playing through all of that uh for sure game pass and it's game on game too. pass yeah yep. game pass and then speaking of game pass just today i played through um the entirety of the procession of cavalry uh, which is like okay. a one hour long game maybe 90 minutes if you're really exploring i think you two would both really like this game because it is a point and click adventure game that had do you guys know that remember the show angela anaconda yeah Yeah. it kind of has that art style where it's like pictures that are moving however all of the paintings are renaissance era paintings um (laughs) and it's a like let me just read the the, uh, description from steam pilfer Mm -hmm. from pirates conspire with cardinals and perform miracles with an incompetent magician the procession to cavalry is a python-esque adventure game from made from renaissance paintings
1: it looks like monty python's cutscenes that they used to do between skits
2: Yes. Uh, It's a spiritual. The developer's name is Joe Richardson. He made something similar to this before called Four Last Things that I found out after playing this. This is a spiritual successor to that. And he's working on a third one. And it's it's kind of like a Renaissance painting trilogy. Um, But it seems like his style is these Angela Anaconda animation-esque games. This is the first one I've come across. It's on Game Pass. Um, It's really funny. There's it's 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 extremely wacky in terms of like some of the things you're going to come across. Um I highly recommend checking out like a trailer, looking it up on Steam. Again, it's like an hour long game. Um and just a quick pro tip, ch- check out the options menu. Uh it, it, <laughs> you won't regret it. <laughs> uh, okay. what? Yeah, there's just a pretty funny gag in the options menu. I don't want to spoil it, but uh mm-hmm. Again, that's called The Procession to Cavalry. Um, and, uh, you know, report back. I'm, I would love to hear if people ended up liking this game because uh, it's goofy and one of the funnier games I've played in a long time. So I'm definitely going to, like, look into his uh, his previous one, four, uh, four Last Things and whatever he puts out next, um, which he has announced the name of it, but I can't quite uh, remember what it's uh. Death of the Reprobate? I think is what
0: it's called. That sounds familiar. Okay.
2: Hmm. Um, You can also, you have a sword in this game. You can choose to just kill anyone who's presenting you a puzzle of which you have to get through and just move along if you'd like. But maybe (laughs) some consequences will happen if you cut everyone in half. I don't know. You should should try it. I will say, though, uh, one negative about it is it is kind of... um, pixel hunty and some of the things you have to do it's like i would have never even guessed that's an option
0: um, oh you're unselling me <laughs> no I, I totally get it so
2: actually when i came across like the first time i got stumped i was like i'm just gonna look up a guide and i ended up just okay. following a guide and at that point it was like okay i'm having a great time uh because now i'm just getting to experience all the wackiness of it without any of the sure the headache because There isn't really puzzles in here. A lot of it is just like you need to get this item and bring it to this person and then get this item and bring it to this person. Um, But it could do better with highlighting like, oh, I was supposed to jump out this window. I didn't even know that was an option. and I didn't feel like waving the mouse around every inch of the screen. So maybe play along with a guide for a bit. Um, But, you know, give it a try at first. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's a pretty cool little game.
0: Uh, and that's cool. all I've been
2: playing. So let's do some news.
0: What happened with Randy Pitchford?
1: Oh, <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, okay. It's just I,
2: weird. I mean, nothing like bad happened <laughs> this week with Randy Pitchford. Randy Pitchford is stepping down as Gearbox Software's president, but will remain CEO and president of the Gearbox parent company, and shift his focus towards film and TV with the newly oh, okay. formed
0: Gearbox Studios. He's sick of games and wants to go Hollywood. Got it.
2: Yep. Yeah.
1: but okay. he decided to go to Hollywood like the exact week that the buildup for a strike is starting.
2: Is so, strike starting? I didn't know that. Okay.
1: Yeah, like the, well, not starting, but like the, the go signs for it are available now. I forget what the whole deal was with the uh, production crew strikes.
2: Is this a, stri- yeah. is this a strike? I think I think their Hollywood union or?
1: okayed a strike basically is what happened.
2: For, mm. for what? For, for his specific company or for all of no, Hollywood? No, 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 It's
1: Like all, all of Hollywood, like all the production companies, like the oh, union I'm, for production I'm companies. So, I
2: hadn't but, heard about this. Okay. Um, but, uh, anyway, Gearbox Studios, it, it is the, uh, company working on the Borderlands live action movie, obviously. I'd have to assume Moore's coming if he's putting yeah. all of his if he's, you know, going to go full that. time. And I'm sure that's yeah. probably part of it full time. But yeah, I don't know what else the, gear, the Gearbox Studio is going to be making. They publish Risk of Rain, Risk of Rain movie. That'd be cool. Would it? There's not much of a story there. I don't know if that would be
0: cool. That'd be awesome.
2: <laughs> I like that game. I like both those games. I don't know if there's a movie in
0: there. It would just have great um, music. That's all I Anyways,
2: need. maybe there'll be less magic tricks at Borderlands announcement events. Probably not. We can only hope. Yeah. Maybe, maybe there'll be less claptrap. Maybe he was the reason. Or maybe there'll be more claptrap and he was holding it back the whole time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> only one way to find out. Uh, Twitch got hacked this last Ugh. week.
0: Dude, like, getting hacked is a light term for it. They got completely fucking rolled. (laughs) It's real bad. Yeah. Did this affect
2: you at all, John?
1: It might. Um, So right now, basically what they've confirmed was in the leak uh, was the entirety of the website.
0: Yeah, everything.
1: Yeah, already a really bad start. Um... (laughs) They found a bunch of things in it as well, like uh, a competitor to Steam that Amazon was working on, uh, a, yep. like a VR game that they were working on for that as well, uh, and reports for uh, monetary reports for all of their partners. Yes, from twenty nineteen August onwards, so. So that's what the internet was kind of freaking out over. But A, the person who dropped it said there's going to be a part two next week. And B, there is some murmuring that there might actually be more information in there. Like they've said no credit cards or anything were released. Uh, no addresses, but there were there's rumblings that there might actually be some addresses hidden somewhere else. So so I'm right. very jazzed about that
2: is out. That's right. Guess we'll see what happens. Keep your fingers crossed, I guess. Yeah. It affected us. We had to change our stream key.
1: Oh yeah, no, they they forced every stream on Twitch to change stream key.
0: I mean, it literally affected everybody because every single account information is in their hands. <laughs> Whether or not you have one follower or a million, they have your information. Yeah. Uh,
2: Next story here is going to get a little bit harder to purchase games on the PS3 or PlayStation Vita. It's actually a really odd set of loopholes you have to jump through now. So starting on October 27th, PS3 and PS Vita PSN stores will no longer use a credit or debit card or PayPal to purchase on those stores. You need to add funds to your wallet using a PSN gift card, or you can use the regular payment methods on desktop, mobile, PS4, or PS5. What? <laughs> okay. So they're removing the, so you can't go on a PS3 and use your debit or credit card to buy a game. Now you have to buy it somewhere else and then download it to your PS3 or Vita.
0: I'm sure Unless there's a reason, but I'm trying to think of what it is. I'm
2: a, I'm assuming they're just trying to make it difficult. <laughs> so people will stop doing it since they wanted to close these stores down. Remember? And then enough people were like, no, but I, I want it. So they made it a little harder and I bet it's going to get a little harder and a little harder until like no one's doing it. And then they can just yeah. like, quietly shuffle it under the rug.
0: Do you have to Def, definitely plan? I know you, if you're a company, you have to pay a little bit on every transaction for debit and credit transactions. I don't think you do PayPal because PayPal just takes their cut anyway. Does this have anything to do with that? Like the thing that does that d- gets me is that it only is a problem if you're doing it through the system. You can still do it through the store fine. That's why it's like, I don't think that it has anything to do with that.
2: I mean, I I couldn't tell you if if the percentage that a credit card company gets is part of it. They didn't say we're doing this because they just said, hey, we're doing this. So I'm just speculating. I I, I think they're just trying to make it a little harder so people will stop doing it.
0: Yeah, they're trying to phase it out for sure. It must be a monetary thing, though, because like. Why would you if it wasn't, why would you phase out any form of making money? So it's just not worth them to put whatever money they need to. Well,
2: remember, they wanted to take these uh, stores down. So I'm sure it's costing yeah. them money to keep them up. To keep them know? up. Yeah. yeah. So I bet they're not making much money from these stores. And honestly, I how many people are going to go to their PS4 or PS5 and buy a PS3 game and then go to their PS3 and play it? that's probably a very small number of people
0: i mean i guess i'll have to now my ps3 is right there hooked up so if i can't buy from it i guess i have to right but that's the thing would
2: you, are you gonna actually do that and like how often are you actually uh, gonna do that
0: i would use a website just a website It's kind of how i buy every game on sure. playstation so yeah Weird.
2: um epic game store talking about buying games uh they're about to add achievements next week among the first uh, games to support the feature will be rocket league hades and pillars of eternity um you can already unlock achievements in some games now okay. but this will actually like feature like an achievement page and you can see them and all yeah. that kind of stuff
0: Cause I was going to say achievements have existed for a bit, but there's no page to see them and they don't give you like a point total or
2: anything. So yeah, this will be okay. like a full on. Yeah. Okay. Sure. You can start doing it starting next week.
0: That makes sense. Sure.
2: i Montreal. They're coming out with guardians of the galaxy in like two weeks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who's excited. I am. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm that the, so I'm, soon. crap. I'm at a, I'm at a halfway thumb. What's up? Yeah. Yep. Sure. Um. They've announced that they're switching to a four day work week.
0: OK. Uh, Theoretically, that's good, as long as they don't make them crunch on those four days even harder. <laughs> so, sure. Yeah, that's, that's
1: going to be the telling point.
2: Um, I'm assuming they wouldn't. He, so this is and this is mostly an opinion I was reading from Jason Schreier and when he was kind of reporting on it. Uh, He made the good point of like right now, Montreal's game scene is super weird um, Mm -hmm. because like a lot of money is coming in and a lot of people are leaving Ubisoft. Um, I've seen the I've seen the Twitter language of Ubisoft is like a supermarket for game development at that point. You can just kind of get whatever you want from them. There's so many people leaving Ubisoft. (laughs) Um, So I wouldn't be surprised if more studios around the Montreal area tried to sweeten the deal of getting new talent by saying, Hey, we got a four day week work week too. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, four day work weeks. Hell yeah. Three day weekends. I'm a huge fan of three day weekends. I'm a fan too. I'm a fan of weekends just in general. Ooh. You don't discriminate. <laughs>
0: exactly. <laughs> weekend's That's a weekend. That's I do. Three day weekend oh true. damn
2: okay <laughs> you might as well not even be other well, we can in Three days you know what i about i've, I've <laughs> yeah. said this ask anyone i've said this the yeah. secret best thing about a three-day weekend four-day work week
0: yeah. yeah 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 that's true
2: they don't tell you that but it's there there's the <laughs> it's a secret yes yeah, that's that's it's the secret um all right the biggest kingdom hearts news Kingdom Hearts related news this week is that the S- Switch versions are going to be cloud versions, which yeah. is
1: a bummer. And now
2: we can move on and not talk about anything Kingdom Hearts related, right? Thank uh, yeah, God,
1: nothing else. Nothing else Kingdom Hearts happened, yeah, remotely.
2: Yeah. Um, so Kingdom Hearts, I'm. Oh, I'm not even going to read these names because I'm too <laughs> good for that. <laughs> Kingdom 1. Hearts One, Plus Two, and 2. Three,
1: Two Point Eight, and Three. You can. That's just not say even that. the full names. Yeah, you don't have to say it. Just say the numbers because people yeah, don't know, know what man. you're
2: talking about. I, I, I don't know that. They might be like, is this 2.8 version final <laughs> there's only chapter one prologue, 8, which God. means nothing? Anyways, there's nothing wrong with the cloud game, um, but those are going to be cloud versions coming to the Switch. I'm actually kind of surprised. I would have assumed at least like the first one would have ran. I thought the same
1: thing. I'm like three makes sense, maybe 2.8. But like, how's the first collection not? Yeah. I wonder if it's a situation where they couldn't justify the amount of work porting it over into a physical like a like a lower uh, quality version or like if it's just the the fact that run everything past Disney. I almost think it's just the fact they had to run everything past Disney. They're like, yeah, just do the cloud version. It's easier.
2: I I would have assumed Disney would have e- had an easier time understanding Switch version over Switch cloud version. But who knows? We'll never know. Sora coming to Smash.
0: Yep.
1: People are very excited.
2: How, Paul, are you excited? Couldn't care less. But are you excited, I'm happy John? for people that are excited. Yeah, I'm excited. Sure. Okay. Are he looked fun to seeing, play. Are people seeing him as another sword guy?
0: That's how not, I saw him.
2: Some some
1: did, but not super many, I guess.
2: Okay. Because like, w- when I look at him, it's like, oh, it's a sword. he looks like he has a sword. It's called a key blade, and he has a counter. That sounds like a sword guy to me.
1: Yeah, but his counter doesn't work from behind. So... And he's also like apparently stupid light. So like he can just get thrown off really easily. So I'm just excited to see how he plays like the f- to actually controls him.
0: Yeah. And this is I'm the gonna, last. I'm going to keep Smash it 100 Ghost. with you. I thought Sora was in Smash already. I had to confirm with somebody <laughs> that it, he wasn't. <laughs> Fair enough. Um,
2: This is the last DLC. Super Smash Bros. Ultimate is done. Um, Sakurai can finally rest.
0: No. Next one. He's, he's already working the on the next one. one. You think he did? You, you you think
2: think think
1: Apparently God, I hope not. I hope, I hope he gets like a, some rest and then he starts working on something that's not Smash for once. I just want him to make something else.
2: Yeah. I assumed he was a ghost that was stuck on this planet into, with unresolved business and that now- You're the, genie, you're free. I didn't watch <laughs> the, shackles the stream because it was at 7 a.m. and I hadn't woken up yet, but I assumed on that stream, his spirit left this planet and we all watched that together and <laughs> and we'll always have that. But maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> Apparently, also, there's like no, nothing else from Kingdom Hearts is in there. No music or anything. So there's probably some
0: like crazy licensing going on. Oh, no, on.
1: there's music. There's like eight songs in there.
2: Oh, okay. I'm just,
0: okay. It, yeah, it's none of the wrong. Disney stuff. Yeah, is none of the there. Disney ties are in there. Oh, so,
1: like, they, they show the stained glass of like Sora and all the other characters, and like, there's no Donald or Goofy in there or anything like that. The only thing that's even Disney looking that isn't from like Kingdom Hearts straight up. Is that the Mickey Mouse icon on the keychain
0: the three circles that you could The
1: three circles, yeah, the
0: that you could say no, those are circles, that ain't a mouse bro, what are three you talking convenient about circles, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, so all the music used is like straight up Kingdom Hearts specific music. It's not like a, anything from any of the Disney movies or anything like that, and there's no appearance of yeah. Sora Donald goofy or sorry, Donald Goofy Mickey, or any of the actual
0: Disney characters that would have been crazy. If there was though. like come on,
2: <laughs> is his final smash something noteworthy?
1: um, he locks them he locks the enemies behind a door and then makes the door explode.
2: oh, is that something for Kingdom Hearts does he do that sort often? of
1: locking doors is is a recurring theme in Kingdom Hearts,
2: okay, the key, I could see it,
1: sure, yeah the key the keyblade is the key to closing all the doors or opening all the doors, depending on which game you're in,
2: depending if you're if you're a positive or negative person, yeah.
1: Yeah, sort of.
2: When one door closes, a w- another one opens.
1: <laughs> you just yep. like this stretches out as much as possible, aren't you?
2: No, I'm just saying that was the big message behind Kingdom Hearts, right?
1: Yep. Yep. Well, it was that like Kingdom Hearts is light, or friendship, or the heart, or whatever they decided to make it this game?
2: Uh, the Animal Crossing Direct is going to be on the fifteenth. And um, the last news story... Nope, the second last news story is weird. Konami is inviting indie developers to make new games based on some of its classic series.
1: Is this a news story? I feel like I've heard this before, or am I thinking of a different company?
2: I don't know. Do you, do you confuse Konami with a lot of other game developers? Because they don't make much.
1: I Well, like because I, I, I've heard this exact same story, like a company inviting indie devs to work with their... IPs I thought it was either Namco or like Taito which is owned by Square
2: maybe you're thinking of that Ubisoft Joseph Gordon-Levitt thing where they were like hey why don't you make a bunch <laughs> of stuff no I for definitely Beyond wasn't Good thinking Google of that
1: too. I definitely was not thinking of that
2: so they so this is a contest going on it's not for like established game developers it's for like just just regular people who want to develop games you can and they have a list So the the contest is if you get selected, if your if your remake gets selected, they'll give you eighteen thousand dollars, and if they want to go commercial with it, they'll give you like another two hundred thousand dollars.
0: Okay. They have an entire list of
2: all the games you can like pick from, including one, two, three, four, five, six different gradiuses. No, sorry, seven, eight, nine different gradiuses you can pick from. Like they just listed everything. Uh, Metal Gear Solid is not on here. Surprise! I don't believe Silent Hills on here either. Twinbee is on here.
0: Hell yeah, Twinbee's dope.
2: Can I? What about um? What about Nemesis Two?
1: I mean, that's Gradius.
2: Uh, Gopher's Ambition Episode Two.
1: Yeah. I think Nemesis is like a spin off of Gradius, it's like a weird rename.
2: Puyan's on here.
1: Yeah, Puyan. Nathan'll be happy.
2: What? Yep. I was thinking the same. have so, so yeah. many that I've never even heard. What is Hector eighty seven?
1: Uh that is probably Starship Hector, if I had to guess, which is a top down schmup.
2: But that's Space a Man-mo. that's a Hudson
1: Softs license.
2: would you say space what uh space manbo
1: that sounds awesome what is space manbo
2: <laughs> i don't know these also may have been translated yeah these are translated from japanese so the wording might be off
1: no space manbo is a horizontally scrolling shooter developed and published by konami for the msx2 in 1989
2: labyrinth temple Debaba.
0: Okay, I find it Sounds like basically the all list. their
1: arcade stuff is up for grabs. It's
0: all yeah, their arcade so stuff, yeah. Anyways,
2: that's a thing that you guys could take a part of if you wanted to. And this last cool. news story is Xbox is adding into their store a bunch of accessibility tags so that people can now look up what uh, accessibility options each game has. Cool. And okay. the games have to hit certain criteria to get the specific tags. So they give an example here like... Um, a game with subtitles that can't be resized, for instance, wouldn't meet the bar for the subtitle options tag.
0: Awesome. Um, so okay. there's, actually a bit,
2: there's actually a bit of criteria right now. It's this is this feature is only available to one of their like beta rings. It's like the, oh, I forgot the name of it. There's like an accessibility specific beta ring. Um, But it is going to be coming out to all uh, Xboxes <laughs> and Xbox profiles in the future. But hey, that's good for them. Um. The article specifically mentions now like gamers will not have the the hope is that gamers will not have to go to like accessibility rating websites because there's already sites that do this kind of stuff they can just do it from the store which that is what they should definitely have good for them
0: industry standard setting for sure it's awesome
2: and that's the news so let's do some questions Um, And if you would like to send in a question, it's TopDownRespective at gmail.com, at TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel, or John's P.O. Box. Metroid released eight minutes ago. Woo! Yay! Sean writes in, hey, Metroid's out.
1: (laughs) Good question, Sean. Thanks for writing in.
2: Yeah. (laughs) uh, What is Metroid Dread? That's the question. Um, Okay, Matthew, I'll read this first one from Matthew. What is this? Dude, that's what I'm saying. (laughs) All right, I'm just going to read it. Yeah. Hey, y'all. I just wanted to share my weird headcanon about how some Pokemon evolutions work. Feel free to give your thoughts about them. Here we go. Baby Pokemon that require an incense are actually premature births. What do you think about that, John? No. (laughs) Okay, maybe you'll be more into this one. Pokemon that evolve through evolution stones are actually mutated due to radiation.
1: I think they already said in canon it's DNA manipulation. So so technically it's actually so true. So technically, yes. Yeah.
2: Okay. <clears throat> trading involves de-atomizing and rebuilding the Pokemon. Think of the teleporters in Star Trek. Pokemon that evolve through trading are suffering from a bug in the trading machine that incorrectly reconstructs them.
0: Yeah, uh, this that only- in my mind is actually Mike TV in Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory where they have the teleporter and they take sure. an image of something, break mm-hmm. it up into a million little pieces in the in the sky, and then it's much bigger or smaller, whichever. So, yes, this, this, would, on- this
1: would only work if you couldn't stop them from evolving, which you can. So.
0: Ah, uh, good point. Yeah. That's so true. it's more
1: it's more like it just like it just makes something like it flips a switch basically at that point. Their brain's like, "Oh, I can become more powerful." But I don't want to. <laughs> so I think I think like the the reconstructing is part is partially right. Sure.
2: That's that's it. That's the heck Hannah.
1: Good question. Okay.
0: Lineback writes in. Which celebrity would you want to play Mario Party with? Sean can pick another multiplayer game.
1: John Cena John Cena and Vin Diesel.
0: Okay. Oh, John Cena, like The Rock?
1: Yeah, like, I want you The Rock, meet? John Cena, and Vin Diesel. There you go. <laughs> They'll be like, yeah. why are we not just doing this in real life? Let's just fucking go to like a, a, a like park seeing, right now. I'm just thinking of
2: seeing like all four of you in the living room and be like, one of these things is <laughs> not like the others.
1: <laughs> yep, exactly, exactly.
2: Uh, the the uh, Vin Diesel would be great because he's like a huge yeah. gamer.
0: That's a great um, answer.
2: So he would yeah. nerd out with it. I think um Ryan Reynolds would probably be fun. Same with um Michael B. Jordan. Okay. What about you, Paul? Any thoughts?
0: Uh I mean, I'm definitely in with Vin Diesel. I think Jack Black would be fun for a while too. Sure. Yeah. Just fun guy. Yeah.
1: Okay. That's good choices. Tsukasuki writes in and says, has a moral choice in a video game ever shaken your very core? Made you question why? Made you see something inside you that you wish you hadn't?
0: No. No.
1: If yeah, anything, I've been like, why are these the options? I feel yeah. like that's, that's more been the case. Yeah. Isn't, been... like, isn't there like an ending in a Fallout game where it's just like, why aren't we just sending in the character who's immune to this? Or something like that. Isn't there like... I swear there's... A, it's like Fallout 3 or 4. Maybe 3. Where, uh... I don't know if I'm talking spoilers, I guess, at this point. But, like, there, there's a situation where, like, you have a partner that would be immune to it and be fine. But your character's just like, no, I'm gonna do it. It's just like, you didn't have to. This is stupid. I,
2: don't yeah. know. I feel like usually in the Fallout ones, you can do that scenario. But you need to, like, pass some skill checks to get those options. But I'm, I'm just that's uh, the original Fallout here.
1: three ending that they patched. Oh, OK. <clears throat> they did fix that. Never mind.
2: I've never had one that's like shaking me or anything. Um, I'm trying to think about ones that maybe like put me at pause because that's probably the most extreme where I like really had to think about what I was going to do. Um, I want to say like the okay. end of the first season of Walking Dead had a pretty cool one.
0: I'm trying to remember specifically which one that was with Lee. The main character Lee. Yeah, but like what choice do you have to make? I mean,
2: I'm not going to like say it here because it's like the final thing <clears> of the <throat> game, but I, I can tell you offline afterwards. That one was uh, a. <laughs> oh, OK. Maybe, yeah. Sorry,
0: I thought you were talking about like chapter one or something. Yeah, OK. I know what you mean now. OK. Yeah. Because it was episodic. I thought you were speaking episode. I was like, I don't remember what episode one had.
2: Yeah, no, I was talking about this season.
0: Yeah, gotcha. Uh,
2: The most recent Life is Strange. uh, There was a couple of choices in that that I had to pause and think about for a little bit, specifically at the the very end involving like the antagonist.
0: I mean, maybe it's a little like bad to say but the the thing that makes me pause in those games for quote unquote moral choices is wondering how it's going to affect my enjoyment of the game after like well I don't want to lose this character so I'm going to kill everybody else in this world I'm going to do that choice because I like this character because this character is my DPS like it's usually more mechanical of like what I want to continue with essentially it's not ever about the morality of that situation because it's a video game and I'd rather have fun than have a moral quandary for a moment.
2: I think I'm next. Uh, the phantom Aegis. what are your favorite games that are in the game pass service? It can even be games that left the service.
0: Like all of the id software games, everything Bethesda put on there was a banger when they did that,
2: I think everything from Bethesda is on there now, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. I
1: would probably say uh, the same.
2: Hades is on there. That's a great Hades. game. Yep. Game of the year. Um, I mean, I'm enjoying Sable right now. That's really good. Coffee Talk, I absolutely loved. Children of Morda is on there, which I absolutely loved. Um, man, there's like too much to, to pick. What, what Way what too many. Golf with your friends is an all time great human fall flat. Another all time great. Sure. Yeah. Uh, They keep putting the ports of horizon games on there. So I just get those for free. And that was awesome. I loved dirt five. That was a really good racing game. I'm looking forward to back for blood next week. That's going to be on there.
0: Yeah, like coming out next week alone, Back for Blood, Riftbreaker is the one nobody's talking about that I've been excited for for like a year, and The Good Life, all in within a day of each other. The Good Life, I'm looking forward to that. Yep. All right. Boko writes How do you approach rating an old game versus rating. <laughs>
1: Rating That's why I was ca- pausing my uh, pausing for a I'm like, what? It's <clears throat>
0: supposed to be new game. Yeah. How do be. you approach rating an old game versus rating a new game? For example, you wouldn't approach rating Final Fantasy VI released in '94 and Final Fantasy VII remake released in 2020 on the same merits, or would you? While both are considered good games by most people and even reviewed similarly, uh, actively actively comparing them isn't really the same, especially with jank of older games can bring with them.
1: Yeah, I feel like to do a proper comparison of an old game and a new game, they've got to be like the same genre. And while they're both RPGs, Seven's like an action RPG with like actual real-time combat. So it's you can't really compare them. The only thing you can compare on that point is music and uh, like writing. And even then, things are going to be different on that argument. So,
2: Yeah, I almost feel like it would be pretty hard to compare them at that point. I think the only time you could compare them, it would actually be giving the old game a lot of credit because it's able to withstand the test of time. Yeah. And I think of stuff like Mario World is I feel like I could still compare some like platformers to Super Mario World or something like that. Mm -hmm. But I feel like when you're like rating a game, you have to take into like consideration the context of when it came out. Um, and like similarly for new games, like I think like one thing that comes to mind, I, I've, I was seeing a lot of people talking about far cry six this week. It just came out and a lot of people were upset. Like it's the exact same formula yet again. I and, mean, you know, take by taken by itself. That would mm-hmm. probably be completely fine. But mm-hmm. if you played the last few far cries, you're probably pretty tired of it. And it's yeah. not going to be as enjoyable as if you had just played far cry six. So and I feel like all that stuff kind of can be brought into rating a game and whatnot, um, new or old. So it's like, yeah, when it comes out and kind of what's what's the like environment, so to speak, of, of the release is definitely something you have to take into consideration.
0: Sure.
1: All right. Uh, next up from I'm 3D Homer, reimagined a game, but all the characters are now either old and tired or cool teens. Characters who are already old and tired are automatically cool teens, and vice versa. All the characters get reimagined to your choice. This is literally Gears of War four you've described. <laughs> this is Gears yeah. of War four because there's a bunch of cool teens, and then there's all the characters that from the previous games that are now old and tired. That's what you've described. True. So that's my answer. Gears of War 4. <laughs> Gears of War. Well,
2: no, because you're because you're you're you, if you say Gears of War 4, then all your characters are now going to be old that you're playing and all the side characters are cool teens because you have to switch them.
1: All right. So Gears of War 3.
2: <laughs> sure. And then I guess you and what you're saying is then you're creating Gears of War 4. Yeah. I would love a Pokemon game where you don't play as an 11 year old boy for once or girl. Um, and I think it would yeah. be extremely interesting if you actually did get to play, like, someone that had a life and decided, you know what, I'm going to be a Pokemon master. Like, I would love to see someone, like, kind of Stardew Valley-wise be, like, quitting their desk job and be like, I'm going to become the best Pokemon master in this entire region. And then That that's would actually be really cool. Yeah. And... So instead of you and like all the other 11 year old kids walking around. So that would mean all the gym leaders are te- are cool teens and you're like an old person. I think that would be pretty funny as well, because then you would get to beat the shit out of all these te- cool teens Pokemon and get the badge.
0: That's a great answer. God damn. Yeah, that would be fun.
2: Hmm. I'm thinking Hitman, but because I don't want a, a cool teen to be going around murdering a bunch of cool teens, he he's just like knocking them out or just like giving them swirlies. That's kind of bully, right? It, and then it is kind of bully, but I still want like yeah. the Hitman gameplay and stuff. Sure. So I do want you to be like a bully on like a playground, but you're like stealthing your way through it, and it's like oh, you gave him the wedgie, and that counts as like taking them out or whatever
0: not a bad one either i don't know that i have an answer
2: okay am i reading the next question
0: yes uh <laughs> i have sure. to think for a second vgc
2: kenny writes the the game rental industry is pretty much dead uh I know things like Game Pass can offer a similar thing, but it's not exactly the same. Anyway, what is your favorite game you've rented? And what was the last game you rented?
1: Probably Chrono Trigger for favorite game I rented. Uh, last game I rented? Ooh. I think it was the Saw video game.
0: Okay, cool.
2: Last game I rented was probably there was one summer where like my friend worked at Blockbuster. So he was just putting aside all the new releases and, and then holding them for me to come rent. So I don't remember which order they came out in, but I, that summer I rented Mortal Kombat 9, L.A. Noir, and Brink. So whichever one of okay. those three came out last is the one I rented most recently. And then favorite is probably L.A. Noir. That's a cool game.
0: Uh, last one I rented was Ninja Gaiden 2 in the 2000s. Next question from Rinku. With Sugiyama's death, how do you feel on separating uh, an artist and their art? There's some like, weird autocorrect going on with these questions <laughs> that is making it hard to read some of them.
2: i found it personally to be on a case-by-case basis.
0: Yeah, I have a pretty fast and loose rule of if the person never harmed another person's autonomy, I'm usually okay with their shitty ideas and their art. Uh, So people like Hitler killing millions of people, I will never like anything he's done ever because he's a giant piece of shit. Uh,
1: Or. To put in a more reasonable comparison, I used to love Bill Cosby's comedy, but I can't anymore
0: Bill Cosby uh yeah, giant piece of shit too uh if somebody says something racist, it doesn't mean I necessarily hate their art, like I don't care if they have terrible ideas about stuff sometimes uh it is pretty much a case by case basis though, and anytime you do bring harm into anybody else, it's on. Um, Basically automatically uh I can't separate you from your deed.
1: Yeah, Sugiyama apparently before I heard <laughs> was kind of a piece of shit though. And apparently he's also on top of like him being racist and xenophobic, also uh was the reason it was so hard to even do anything with Dragon Quest music up until like recently. Apparently he would shut down any original productions and a bunch of stuff.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say for people who don't know Sugiyama, composer of the Dragon Quest uh, music, and he passed away recently, I believe.
1: Uh, yesterday, I believe. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, yeah, okay.
1: Uh, I think this is me. Dead Sky. Sky. Uh, going forward, do you think that companies will allow you to transfer a purchase license of a cloud game between systems... Or will they lock it to specific hardware despite it not using the hardware at all? Uh, that's just going to depend entirely on the company. Microsoft, probably. Sony, doubtful. Nintendo, 50 50 shot. But probably leaning more towards no.
2: I think Microsoft for sure, because they're doing great strides with that stuff. I think Sony, yeah. most likely, because they're already kind of doing that a bit with PS4 to PS5 games. Hmm. And it's but they, they kind of had to and,
1: become they had to get dragged into that, I feel, because of Microsoft.
2: Right. And that's the thing is Microsoft's going to keep doing that. So I feel like Sony's going to yeah. kind of be going to have to just from a competitive standpoint. Yeah. Nintendo. Yeah, I'm very curious. I think the big thing that we're going to have to look out for is whatever like the Switch Pro is. If we're going to be able to transfer everything over to that. Yeah. Um, well, sure. it's going to be two things. If it's a switch, if it's if it's basically another switch with better hardware. Then I could see the transfer being like, of course, that'll work because it's like the same console family. If it is like a new platform, though. Then that comes to the question, are they going to let us transfer it or not? And I think it's going to be pretty crazy if they don't. Cause well, if they're almost- calling it, if
1: they stick with Switch Pro, like they'll do a, the same thing we did with Wii U where it runs the originals. So they have to at that point. Yeah
2: i just feel like if they don't like it's gonna i mean they'll get away with it but it's gonna be so weird because all the other platforms are doing this yeah um yeah yeah i don't know that's the other question like how do you how does nintendo go forward i can't see a future where nintendo splits and does a console and a separate handheld ever again you know what i mean yeah i don't
1: see I don't see them doing a dedicated handheld and a dedicated home hardware anymore. Yeah, either. Yeah. Yeah. I think they they realized this was what they should have been doing.
2: So it's almost like everything going forward is going to be some kind of version of the switch or at the very least, it'll it'll be able to do both. It'll be, you know, it'll have that switch feature that. Yeah. So I don't know, man. It seems like it would always it would always be a switch to switch something, at least in spirit.
0: Yeah. Uh, is it me again? Yep, you should be. Got the last one. All right. Onimetsu. So I recently bought Superman 64 against my better judgment. Is there a time you bought a bad game of your own volition?
1: I just pointed at my entire <laughs> backdrop.
2: <laughs> does the Patreon count as my own volition? No. no what if I, what doesn't. if I submitted the game?
0: Yes, then it does. Okay, uh, The yet. Quiet
2: pl- quiet Man. What was that game called?
0: Yeah. Yeah, Quiet Man. Quiet, quiet man. man, okay.
2: I had Quiet Place in my head. Quiet Man. I submitted that game.
0: <laughs> yeah, I submitted one I didn't like at all either. I don't remember which. Let me look at it. And, the,
2: and it won is what you're saying? Yeah. I still am waiting for that Fast and Furious game to get on a deep enough discount that I will play it because I, I want to know.
0: Oh, yeah, Eagle Island.
2: Oh, my God, I completely forgot about that game. (laughs) Yeah. Actually, someone just said John submitted Eagle Island. Oh, did he? I
1: did because I had heard good things, so.
2: Right on. That's going to do it for questions. If you would like to send a question in for next week, it is top down respective at gmail.com at TP Podcast on Twitter, the discord channel or John's PO box. Uh, what are your guys's game of the week? Mm. I guess Hot Wheels.
0: Cokey clicker. <laughs> I mean, that's and I was
2: going thing. to give it to Sable, but the procession to cavalry just stole that thunder today. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. And then. If you are a Patreon subscriber, you can check out our first episode of TVP, all about Prisoners of the Ghost Land, which stars Nick Cage. That is live. And this Monday, you'll be able to check out our Venom 2 episode of TBP. Uh, and then two weeks after that, we will be doing a Halloween special episode where we watch and talk about four different um, Halloween specials uh, from past and present. So... Other than that, we'll come be back next week for a regular show. So, talk to you later. Bye.